0: Connecting Indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous
1: Superstars with your host Rhonda Head.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show this evening. It's always a pleasure to be back here uh, in Indigenous Superstars, and and, uh, I have one of the best jobs in the world, like to connect. And visit with amazing indigenous superstars from all over the world. So you can catch my show on on YouTube on my on my YouTube channel at Rhonda Head, and you can also subscribe. We're also streaming live on my Facebook page, uh, the Indigenous Superstar page, and my fan page. It's also on Twitter as well. So I just want to announce that um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of weeks ago, we had a really uh, crisis here on my reserve of Ulpascuak Nation and we ha- uh, we had an outbreak with an outbreak and our whole care home was all the residents in the care home um, contracted, contracted uh, covid-19 and uh, that was 28 residents and uh, they, they the chief announced that they the the care home or the actually the, the Miguel Care Home announced on Friday that they are now all COVID free and out of all, out of isolation. So that was a really awesome uh, announcement that they made. And I want to thank the, the military for coming to our reserve for helping helping our community out when we really needed it. And I want to thank our leadership, our um, uh, our chief and council, Christian 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 Sinclair and the council, for taking. Uh, for leading us through this crisis and and uh, we had like really high numbers and and um, now we're down to 20 24 positive cases on, on our reserve and I'll tell you how many recovered 168 recovered in our community so it was a real a real drastic change at think our our communities still on lockdown and we still have a ways to go. We want to get to zero. So big congratulations to the community of Opascuac Cree Nation for, uh, for all working hard and cooperating and, and uh, abiding by the rules by the, the what the Chief of Council did for us. So, so I want to give a big shout out to them and, and uh, a shout out to the staff at McGilvery Care Home and the military that came to help us. hi. Hi. So I have a really exciting guest on this evening. Uh, um, she's she's a really good, a good friend of mine, and she's so talented. and And I'm just going to read her bio. The musical guest on Indigenous Superstars tonight is Patty Kastor. When it comes to old time fiddling in Canada, Patty is the boss, says Calvin Walrath. Vol- North America's fiddle, Fiddler's Hall of Fame member, Patty Kostorik's old-time fiddle style, is characterized by a pulsating rhythmical lilt that is guaranteed to get you on the dance floor. And that is so true. Toe-tapping music. Often referred to as one of the smoothest fiddle players in North America, Patty is known for her effortless delivery of some of the best traditional Canadian fiddle music of all time. A recording artist, Patty is in high demand for performances, teaching, recording, and judging fiddle contests across the continent. At the age of four, Patty began to learn playing fiddle and has a resume that reads like that of an Olympic champion. A few of her credits include the Junior, the Canadian Junior Champion in 1985, three-time champion at the famous Pembroke, Ontario competition, six-time Manitoba champion, three-time Grand North American champion, and Patty won the prestigious Canadian Grand Masters Fiddling Championship in Ottawa. Patty was the first woman in history of the ELF Canada to ever win and was the very first person from Western Canada to attain that crown. Please welcome my friend and talented Patty Kostoric. Yay! Wow, what an impressive bio. (laughs) Thank you, Rhonda. That's awesome. Wow. So exciting. Well, I'm so excited to have you here this evening. You're my first fiddle player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, according to your bio, it looks like the best fiddle player. <laughs>
0: yeah. You gotta make those bio sound good, right? So <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the awards are awesome accolades to be acknowledged amongst your peers, that's for sure. And and I know there's tons and tons of awesome fiddle players right across Canada and to get, to get those, those awards are, are pretty special.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I've been, uh, I competed since I was a little kid. So as I grew up, it was really thrilling to, to get some, you know, some trophies and that was the exciting part for me.
2: (laughs) Right on. So, so what, what made you decide to get into music? Like, how did you get into it?
0: Well, we always, uh, we always had music in the house, whether it was, uh, the country radio station here in Winnipeg or, um, uh, fiddle music. We had eight track tapes that we listened to and, and LP records. And, uh, most of it was fiddle music and I'm not even sure why my dad played a little bit. Um, my mom didn't play, but my mom's dad was, a, a accordion player from Scotland and, uh. I remember growing up listening to his stuff and my dad came, my dad's parents came from, uh, the Ukraine. So they, um, you know, his his dad, I remember him being a a Ukrainian dancer. So he would, I was, I was, I was four years old when I started to play and I remember my grandfather on my dad's side, you know, dancing and I would just have my little fiddle and I wasn't really even playing a whole lot, but, um, yeah, I just, those are my earliest memories. And I just fell in love with the, the fiddle music. We listened to Don Messer and Andy DeJarlis and all of the greats in Canada. And, and uh, when it came time for me to take music lessons, like most kids did in, in those days where I was from um, my dad, I remember saying, well, we don't have a piano. So uh, we've got lots of fiddles in the house. So that's what it's going to be. It's portable. And, and that's what it was. So I started on a really tiny fiddle and, um just fell in love with it and eventually i like i started with with kind of classical music but then i went to the fiddling stuff because that's what i really really wanted to do so right on. Kind of in a nutshell awesome so are you ready to play your first piece sure i can play something for you i'll play you um call it the metis national anthem it's uh the red river jig
2: My toes are just snapping at
0: tapping yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so we have some comments already coming in uh aaron brown from the state said awesome that's so cool and ann ross said hi patty nice to see you love doug and ann in flin flan uh, and joseph and then you says awesome so I all know. the comments are already starting to come in I see that. so I, I have some questions about about um all your awards that you you've won i i have um the first one i wanted to ask is uh can you tell us about the the grandmasters fiddling championship
0: yeah um the grandmasters started in ottawa probably about i think it was 30 or 31 years ago and it's an invitation only competition and the winner becomes the canadian grandmaster champion um so I, I've been invited to it ever since it started and a few years after it started, well, my first year there, I got second place, I think, or third. I can't remember how it was or no, that's not how it went. First year I entered, I, I made the top, the top 11. They had the top 11 would get prizes. And then a few years later I I would come in. I think I got a third and then all of a sudden one year at 94, I I won and I was just, floored i couldn't believe it because like such great fiddlers at this contest and then um the next year it happened again and then the next year it happened again and at that time you couldn't enter anymore um you were kicked out of the contest three times and you're done but now they've changed the rules actually it's if you've won it you have kind of a green card to go and a green light to go and enter it anytime so uh i haven't entered it since then just because i don't compete anymore but um that was probably my my biggest honor and my biggest shock it was I always joke about how I felt like when I first won it um it was like that Ikea commercial where that lady's running out of the store and saying start the car start the car so, so
2: how I, many people are are invited to to uh compete against each other
0: uh well there fans? was the way it was, was there was five maximum from every province. Um, they would never get that many people. Uh, so, I mean, they'd get, you know, probably 30 to 40 contestants every year. And the contest is still running. We are actually hosting it here in Winnipeg uh, this year. We are supposed to host it in August. At the end of August, that's what it always is. Because it always used to be in Ottawa. And then um, somebody put a, a bid to towards um, to to offer to host it in Saskatoon and it was in Saskatoon one year and it was a huge success. It kind of brought new life to the competition. So um, now we kind of jump around. So this year was going to be Manitoba's year and I was the uh, head of the committee to to do it. But of course, with what's going on, we canceled it and next year, 2021, it's supposed to be in, in Halifax or Dartmouth or sorry, Truro, Nova Scotia. So um, we'll wait and see if it's going to happen then. But we are slated to have it in Winnipeg now tentatively for 2022. So fingers are crossed that we can actually have live That's music awesome. events by then.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. So, so is it open to the public? Like, can, the, can the public go and want a competition?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. It's open to anybody. We had booked the Prairie Theatre Exchange, and we we're hoping to to fill it, you know. And uh yeah it's it's definitely open to anybody and um so this year what we did was we just had a like an online we had a kind of a showcase of all the past winners so um that's up on youtube if you can look up canadian grandmasters uh fiddle champion fiddle contest and i'm sure you'll find that video
2: that is so cool yeah i'm gonna go check that out so so what was the first award that you've won your very first fiddling award when was that
0: my first award, I think it might have been a trophy for being the youngest contestant at a fiddling contest in Miami, Manitoba. I'm not even sure. I, I think either that one or um, I got second place at the uh, Manitoba Open Championships, which was the, it used to be in Fort Gary at uh, the Big Century Arena. And um, that's where I I you know got to see all the first all all these local fiddle players that really you know made me really really want to play and see fiddle music live um so uh, yeah and I remember getting a trophy it was a plaque in the shape of the province of Manitoba and it was second prize in the and at that time in the junior class it was 18 and under and I was seven years old so um oh wow I think there (laughs) was I think there was only three contestants and I got third, or there's two contestants and I got second. It was it was one of those things, right? So uh, and I remember sitting at the at the table and I was polishing my my plaque because I was just so I threw the check at my mom. <laughs> like I don't want <laughs> to <hold> my trophy.
2: <laughs> that is so awesome. So uh your training, can you tell us uh, about Did you take middle lessons or did you go to university or is it yourself taught?
0: Uh, Well, I I started with the Suzuki program, which is uh, through the university. And that is a program that really has your ear utilized. So it's not open a book and learn notes and play. It's listening over and over to music and then getting it. I call it learning by osmosis. And it's a really great program, and and even to this day with my students, I tell them, you know, listen, listen, listen. That's the key to uh, to learning and and being a good musician. But uh, I st- so I started with that when I was four, and then when I was about six, my mom took me to Garden City Shopping Center. There was a fiddling contest there, and Reg Bovet uh was the guest fiddler and he was on stage and I had listened to his records you know up until that point and I saw this guy live on stage that I had on a record at home and it was just like meeting Elvis and I got to meet him that day and it was really really cool and that was really my first um inkling that I really wanted to play fiddle music so um my parents looked around Winnipeg and found a teacher that would teach classical music. So I could still learn the technique and everything, but also that would teach fiddle music. Cause at that time the Suzuki program wouldn't, wouldn't touch it. So, um, they found a teacher for me, his name was Mike Dubas and he was the retired, uh, railroader. And, uh, he was just a wonderful, wonderful man. And, um, he put me through some, you know, um, some classical exams and, uh, then I, when he retired from teaching, I took over his students. So uh, that's oh, kind of where I went. And I, I mean, growing up too, I spent a lot of time not only listening to records at home, but um, Reg Bovet, as I mentioned, was from Winnipeg. And um, he would phone my mom and dad and say, Hey, bring Patty over to the house. I want to play some tunes for her. And he would play me some of his new tunes that, you know, are classics now. And here I am sitting across the table from Reg Bovet and, and that kind of thing. So, um, that you can't put a price on uh, that's, you know, way more valuable than any kind of lessons you can buy at a music school for sure. So uh, I like, uh, yeah, I'm really lucky. Yeah.
2: Yeah, It's so exciting, especially when you have, when you find a really good music teacher and they push you and they, they help you. And, and uh, I had that when I was younger, she was a really great piano teacher and then she moved away, and I just cried. I was so sad, and I could, I I couldn't find a teacher the way she taught me, and I couldn't connect with any other teacher. So I I I I, uh, I stopped taking lessons, and it's one of the saddest things. Like that's that's one of my regrets that I've I've had. But but um, like I said, I couldn't find a connection with another teacher, and and I couldn't learn from them the, the way I was learning from my my piano teacher that i learned so much from so you're, yeah you're you're really it's it's really awesome when you find a really good um music teacher and just stick with them right <laughs>
0: yeah yeah exactly and now i i teach to this day and i, I teach for the frontier school division so um I, I go up to some of the northern communities and and work with them and you know try to be that inspiration and um i really miss them though because i can't travel there of course but uh you know, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Yes. So
2: are you ready for your next piece? Sure. I'm sure. The audience is <laughs> okay.
0: I'm going to play uh, a little bit of a, uh, well, I'll play the whole thing, which is <laughs> a little bit, but this is a tune that my son and I, Alex, um, we both wrote together and we wrote it separately, but we put it together. My mom passed away in 2007 and, uh, yeah i can't no maybe not too i can't it was a while back anyway yeah i guess it was 2007. anyway and right after that i wanted to write a waltz for her and i could come up with one part of it not i couldn't think of a second part so i asked my son who was 16 at the time if he could come up with something and he came up with another part we put them together and it sounded like we sat down and wrote them together they just blended so well so we called it memories of eva so i'll play it for you
2: That was beautiful. That was a waltz, right? That was a waltz, yeah. Wow, that was so beautiful. Can can you tell us about about um your style of fiddling and and the styles of songs that you perform?
0: Sorry, I didn't catch that last part.
2: And the styles of songs that you that you perform like with your style of fiddling, like the waltz and there's two step and and there's different reels. Like, can you explain to the audience about the music
0: that you play for sure um like my kind of music that I play is Canadian old-time fiddle music like I said growing up listening to Don Messer, Reg Bovet, Andy Jarlis, Graham Townsend that that kind of thing so that's where my roots are And, and being from Manitoba and uh listening to all this wonderful Métis music around and and uh attending Métis events and playing for square dancing and jigging all the time. And that's where my heart lies. So um, we play for old time dances a lot. So at old time dances, you're going to hear waltzes like I just played. You're going to hear um, the Red River Jig like I played first and you're going to hear polkas and polkas are fast dances. And and the kind of music I play is geared to dancing. So I always say, even if you don't know how to dance when I play, my, my goal is to make you want to dance, whether you know how or not. So if you, if I get you tapping your feet, um, that's, that's what I want to do. So it's all about the feel and, and coming from the heart. So, um, at an old time dance, we would probably in a night, we play waltzes, we would play polkas and two steps, which are two similar kind of things. Um, we'd play foxtrots, which are, um, uh, like swing tunes, and uh, we do pattern dances, which are, you know, dances that have specific steps that we play for. So we do a shatish, um we do a barn dance, which is another one of those, the seven step, the heel-toe polka, that kind of thing. So um, that's that's kind of the stuff that I play around here. Um, I also play a few other, you know, tunes in different styles. Like I, I play a few bluegrass tunes, I'll play a few you know, Texas style tunes or, um, Scottish Cape Breton, that kind of thing, Irish, but, uh, my heart and, and my, my first love is, is the, the, you know, the Métis music from the prairies here. That's so awesome.
2: And as a fellow musician and, and, uh, it, I'm sure it's with all musicians, but when we, when we perform, we perform, um, uh, our are like uh you know we we an ex- energy exchange it when, when, when we're performing live and and for me and i'm sure it's for you too the, the best feeling in the world is is ho- how you move your audience whether it's to dance to clap to cry to stand ovation that's what like i perform for that. i love i love moving my audience and i'm sure you yeah. do too because every when I hear you play, I just want to dance too. So you got you so right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Your music, that is is like, you play so flawlessly. What's that? I said
2: you play so flawlessly, like oh. just perfect.
0: Well, thank you. But you mentioned about moving the audience. <laughs> remember when I was a kid um, playing a lot in in care homes, and that's you know, you see people in there that are in their chairs and they're non-responsive and I'd be playing and I'd I'd look at their foot or their, their hand and it ever so slightly, you can see movement, you know, and, or you'd see a tear and, and that's to me what it's all about too. And I, I played in tons of those places around and um, whether it's at a place like that, or, you know, on a stage doing a concert, like just connecting with the audience. I just, I love that. So. Uh, yeah, it's not just the music, but also you know the stories about the music too, right? It's, yeah, it's just great being a musician. Um,
2: I wanted to mention to the audience that uh, you were indicted into the North American North American Fiddlers Hall of Fame in July two thousand and sixteen. Can you tell us about that?
0: Yeah, I. Uh... I got a call one day saying that, uh, I was on the ballot to, you know, be, be voted for and, and I hadn't heard anything after that and I didn't really think anything of it. And then all of a sudden I got another phone call saying, well, you've been voted in. So, um, it was really cool. I, I, I uh, I've, I've heard about it for years cause one of my idols, Graham Townsend, told me about being down there and playing and and having his name on the wall. And, and uh, when I when I went there, I went there, uh, I guess, in 2019, I did a concert there at the at the Hall of Fame in it's in upstate New York, that's where they have it. And uh, I got to actually see the wall and see my plaque on the wall. And and the other names around, like, you know, some of my heroes, like Mark O'Connor and, and Bobby Hicks and, and Roy Acuff. And, you know, so so that, that was a huge thrill for me. So one of those definitely put it on the resume. <laughs> Thanks that for sure. is so exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, I just I get uh, butterflies just thinking about it. It was pretty cool. That's such a great honor for sure.
2: So are you ready to do your final piece? Sure uh i'm gonna ask the aud- okay play your final piece and then i uh, we'll uh i'm gonna ask the audience a question after you're done
0: okay uh i'm gonna play a tune that uh i'm gonna play a Métis tune that's kind of crooked it's called uh the old Reel of eight
2: Ooh, I loved it! Thank you. <laughs> That's so awesome. But well, I just want to uh, uh, acknowledge the the audience that tuned in tonight. They're from all over uh, the United States and and uh, uh, right throughout Canada. They're all complimenting. So cool, says Joseph Enanu. Aaron Brown said nice, and Keith Ginter said absolutely. When we are talking about. Um, how we how music moves people and how we play and and uh, uh, part of that energy exchange of, of um, them clapping and uh, us playing. But uh, but yeah, your your fiddle playing is so 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 catchy and, and lively and, and I'm so glad that you're you're my guest tonight. So I know the audience is gonna is is uh, I was gonna ask the audience, but I'm just gonna make a request that you can. Do one more fiddle tune, and I know the, the audience would would love that as
0: well. <laughs> sure. Let okay. me see. Okay, I'll do, um, like I said, to play for a lot of square dances. So in square dancing, you have different changes of tunes. You have first change, second change, third change. So a tune that we might play for a first change is also known as a jig. But when you call the when you talk about the Red River jig, that's not an actual jig. So it's it's kind of confusing. But a jig is uh, like more of a like a that kind of thing. Jiggity jiggity jig. So I'm gonna do a jig that we would play for a first change in square dancing. This one is written by um, uh, Johnny Arkand and it's called Moses First Change.
2: That was so awesome! Thank you so much for playing that. It oh, just brought awesome. back memories of my of my late parents and my late auntie when they used to go to dances and they'd uh, they'd also play music like that all the time. And that was so. Just brought back lots of childhood memories and and love. So thank you so much for sh- for for playing that. Thank you and and everyone. Oh, just like oh, making awesome. so many awesome comments and awesome fiddler. Eugene Rat, a friend from my friend from uh, New Mexico said, very cool. Went to get a, so- a soda and I started to skip a little.
0: <laughs> a soda? I knew he was American just by saying that.
2: <laughs> from, he's from uh, New Mexico. That's how they say their pop, they call it soda. <laughs> uh, and then Aaron Brown from uh, the States said, great music and show around in Patty. So it was such a pleasure having you on the show tonight. Uh, Where can the uh, audience find your music?
0: Well, first of all, Rhonda, thanks so much for having me. And uh, you can find my music um, at my website. It's pattykustorock.com. And you can see my name there. It's spelt exactly like that. And I get my name spelt wrong so many times. So it's kind of nice to see it spelt right. Um, And I I do post a lot on social media on 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 Facebook. And I'm actually just starting um, this week, uh, tomorrow, because it's the 1st of December on YouTube. It's the Canadian fiddlers advent calendar. So I have a different fiddler every day of December doing a fiddle tune. So I've this is my third year doing that and um, you can check that out. So just look up uh, Canadian fiddlers advent calendar. I'll, I'll be posting it on Facebook too. So um, yeah, so you can, I have CDs and I have uh, downloads and yeah, all kinds of stuff. So Wonderful. Thank you so much. So do
2: you have any p- parting words?
0: Uh I just want to say that that it's really nice that that you're doing this this and featuring your peers and, and other indigenous artists and I'm really thrilled that you asked me to uh to be your first fiddle player. <laughs> Hopefully you get more in the future. Oh, I, oh there's more
2: there's, there's so many indigenous musicians I want to I want to interview. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm talking four We're, we're going to take over the world, right? So. Oh yeah, we are. <laughs> one show at a time. <laughs> one, one, yeah, one jig at a time. <laughs>
2: but thank you so much for for uh, being on the show tonight, and and I'm sure you lifted a lot of uh, spirits tonight, and, and uh, I know you lifted up mine. And thank you for for playing for us, and and giving us that, that energy that that fiddle creates, that, that you create, that, that, uh, that sound that comes out. Uh, it's so beautiful and you play effortlessly and, and uh, congratulations on all your words. And I'm looking forward to, to uh, when, when COVID is over, I'm looking forward to, to watching you perform live. I'm sure your, your shows are have so much energy and no wonder why everyone wants to dance.
0: yeah i'm excited to get back out there and play live again so and i want to say hi to ann and doug ross and ann ross and doug in flin flan too they hosted uh jeremy and i for home roots a couple years ago lovely people so yeah i want to get back doing stuff like that for sure that's awesome.
2: And and I just want to read to you one comment from Brianne Island, Island from Vancouver. She said, Incredible fiddling. Thank you, Patty. It's amazing how good a bit of fiddle music can lift our spirits during such a time. And that's so true. Oh, nice. I think I believe that, that she's just summed it up for all the viewers watching you this evening. Thank you. Thank you again. <laughs> you And I just want to announce, yeah, I just want to announce, be safe, uh, be healthy. And our uh, next guest on Indigenous Superstars is the talented Don Amaro. So have a good good week, everybody.
0: Tune in again next time when Rhonda interviews another up-and-coming Indigenous Superstar, only on Indigenous
2: Superstars.